If you've experienced a DNA surprise, you know that your emotions can range from shock to denial to grief to anger to confusion to joy and around again. And sometimes it's hard to find people who understand this unique experience. Sometimes we feel a little stuck as we navigate this journey. That's why we created the DNA Surprise Retreat. At the DNA Surprise Retreat, you'll enjoy six expert-led sessions to help you process your DNA surprise. You'll eat delicious catered meals, and most importantly, you'll build beautiful friendships with people who understand you, all in a stunning private ranch facility in the Arizona desert. If you've had shocking DNA test results, know that you're not alone. This retreat is for you. Join us September 19th through the 22nd, 2024 in Phoenix, Arizona. Registration is open now. Reserve your space at dnasurpriseretreat.com. I'll see you there. It was just overwhelming. I had nieces and nephews that were old enough to be my parents. I didn't know how to talk to anybody. I didn't know what to say to them. I remember getting on the phone with my brother. He was 76 at the time. I was 29. And it was nothing that neither one of us did, but the conversation was kind of awkward because I didn't know what to say to him. You know, you, you in the older generation, you know, you can't say certain things to him. Imagine spitting into a tube, sending off your DNA, and unknowingly turning your life upside down. For me and thousands of others, this is our reality. I'm your host, Alexis Auerselt. In July of 2021, I discovered that I am an NPE, someone who has experienced a non-paternal event. In other words, my biological father isn't who I thought he was. This podcast shares the journeys of people who were shocked by a DNA discovery, mostly through modern DNA testing. We're telling the stories of NPEs, adoptees, and donor-conceived people and their families. This is DNA Surprises. Sometimes DNA Surprises reveal that biofathers are known to the NPE, however unexpected. In this week's episode, Devin shares how a DNA test revealed that he is one of more than a dozen children to his grandparents' neighbor. Some of his siblings are old enough to be his grandparent. He shares how he's connected with those siblings and how his discovery has affected his relationship with his mother. Thanks for sharing your story, Devin. I am Devin. I am 31 years old and I am from Central Florida. Um, I took the DNA test just for the fun of it, coming to find out that a neighbor was my biological father, a much older gentleman who's almost 40 years older than my mom. And I found out he had a lot of kids. And what made you take the test? I always wanted to check my ethnic background just, just because I was just always curious. It was just really for the fun of it. And I wanted to do it for years, but I didn't want to pay $100. And then I was like, all right, you know what? You want to go pay it once in your life and that's it. So I just sucked it up and 
used my um, gift cards that my job gave me and, and bought the test back in summer 2019. Did you have any idea that your your birth certificate father wasn't your father? Here's the thing, right? I didn't think about that until I was probably around 18, right? I had never had a relationship with that side of family. My mom and her husband, they got married and I was born. I remember living with him when I was a little kid. And I just remember we moved out and I barely saw him after that. And I never saw his family. Here's the thing. I was never close to him when he actually passed away because he passed away when I was nine. My mom had shown me his obituary and I was like, oh, that's my dad. But again, that was something I never thought about. Fast forward me to being 18 years old. I was walking into a store and I was paying a phone bill for my mom. And this cashier recognized the last name because originally I am from Ohio. So that's where I'm from, a small city mm-hmm. in Ohio. And she recognized the last name because it's one of those last names that not everyone has. So she asked me about my mom. And she asked me, did I know this person? I was like, yeah, that's my dad. She was like, oh, I'm his granddaughter. So I was like, oh, so I'm your uncle. Wow. And yeah. So, you know, we added each other on MySpace back when it was popping. And mm-hmm. she was telling her family about me. And one of the aunts, which was my, I guess you call birth certificate sister. I don't know how you say it. Saying, that's not his dad. He just put his name on the birth certificate so he can get the social security checks. Wow. My mom had mentioned a long time ago that the daughters didn't like her for whatever reason. So months later, I ran to the granddaughter again, along with her mother and some other people. And she was like, hey, this is the guy that claimed to be granddad's son. And her mom wouldn't even look me in the eye. So pretty much I was guilty by association. So when you were 18, you found out that it was possible that that was not your father. Yeah, but I never asked, I never worked up the courage to ask my mom, like ever. Mm. And I remember two years later, my mom and my grandma, they got into a heated argument. I don't know what the argument was about. And I was in another room and I heard my grandma saying, you don't even know who daddy real daddy is. Mm. But again, I never said anything. So it was always something that I thought about. And even when I took the test, I was like, is it possible that I'm going to find something? But again, it was just in the back of my head. Again, the test was just to check out my ethnic background. Yeah. How did you feel when you started hearing these things when you were 18? It was just, I was kind of confused. I didn't really know what was going on. But based on the fact that you didn't have a relationship really with him growing up, it just kind of left your mind and you didn't really think about it until you took the test. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I didn't really care about it like that because I still have my family on my mother's side. Were you or are you close to your mother? When I was a kid, yes. And then you grow up and then you really see people for who they are. And she had a lot of dysfunctional behavior. I'm not going to say what it is, obviously, but... right. You know, when people fight their demons, it's, they tend to take it, they tend to numb the pain. Mm-hmm. And that pain they numb, I guess they take it out on pe- the people they love. So, again, it's one of the things where it's like, I love her, but sometimes I don't want to be bothered with her. 
Okay. And did you grow up with any siblings? I grew up with a brother and a sister. I'm the youngest. So fast forward, you take this test. How old were you? I was actually 28. So, you know, you get your your results. I don't remember exactly what it was right off the top because I actually did it on my heritage. So it was some Afri- African, some European, I saw some Middle Eastern in there. So I looked at that part and then I immediately I just looked over to the matches because when I took the test, I had said if I match with a cousin and they live in Orlando, because that's where I live, I want to hit them up. I look, I look and um, see these matches. I see second cousin. I see a first cousin. And I see a, someone listed as a sibling slash half niece. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? I slept on it that night. And the next morning, I called my mom. And I told her about my results. I'm like, hey, it's my dad, my dad. And she paused. And she was like, no. I was like, okay. So who is my dad? Because these people were popped up on my um, DNA. She said, she actually made this name up. She said his name was Alfred Jenkins. He died in 2000. He was 47. He didn't have no kids, but he didn't have no time. And he didn't have time for kids. But again, there's someone that's listed as a half sibling slash niece. So something don't add up. Mm-hmm. This was when I was on my way to work. So when I was at work, you know, I was trying to look up this Alfred Jenkins fella, you know, get trying to get every, like, you know, look up obituaries because, you know, you can find obituaries easily. Couldn't find no obituaries. And when I looked this person up, this person was alive. Yeah. And I called her like three times that they try to get information. Who is my dad? Why am I getting information? And she just kept trying to shrug it off. And she said, my husband took care of you. That's your dad. But the thing was, he wasn't even around just because he put his name on my birth certificate and I was getting social security benefits told me he took care of me. He still wasn't around. I mean, yeah, he passed away when I was nine, but he still wasn't around. So how did you figure out that this Alfred Jenkins name that she gave you was made up? I just looked. I couldn't find nothing on the internet mm. at all. I couldn't find nothing. And I'm good at looking people up. So I, I couldn't find no obituaries. I couldn't find anything. So I knew she was lying. And the thing is, I can tell when my mom's lying at times, too. So I had a suspicions. She'll do this thing where she'll pause and then she'll say something. Mm. She was calling my phone, texting my phone like normal, you know, trying to act like this shit wasn't happening. And it just kept pissing me off. So I just decided I wasn't going to talk to her ass. I almost didn't talk to her altogether. And a week later, she calls, but I didn't actually see the phone call. And she leaves a voicemail and she's like, Devin. Why you haven't answered my phone calls? Are you angry with me? And that pissed me off even more because you're coming off as a narcissist at this point. I confronted her about it once again. And she was like, if you want to know the truth, I'll tell you the truth. I don't know who it is. It could be Bill or John as far as I'm concerned. I knew something was off. So the next morning I was like, all right, you know what? I love you, but I'm going to keep looking. And she was like, okay. I knew something was off, so I just left it alone. And you know, you know, you know, I was talking about it with some of the family members, and 
they was like, you know, maybe she just went through something she doesn't want to talk about. She's painful, but I don't give a shit. It's my birthright to know. I wanted to know what was going on. Mm -hmm. So I think the only person I kept in the loop was my grandma. Because I felt like my grandma was the only one that really understood me. And she kept trying to convince my mom, like, you need to tell him because he's going to find out whether you like it or not. She knew that DNA was no joke. She's like, that DNA is no joke. And he's going to find out whether you like it or not. When it came to like the matches, right? It was kind of mixed up when it came to the cousin and the, and the niece slash half sibling. Because the one that showed up as a niece half slash half sibling was the child. And the first cousin was the mother. If I'm, if me and you are cousins, I should share more DNA with you than your child. Right. So I try to find that first cousin on social media, but the person has a common name. So I couldn't find her. It actually took me three weeks to find her. The only thing that really helped was the fact that she was black and the people and the people in the searches were mostly white. I'd say a few weeks later, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to click on just keep clicking and clicking and clicking. So I was clicking on page after page after page for like an hour until I finally found the match. I immediately get on there. I start scrolling down. I see a little girl on there and her Instagram page was attached. So I got on her Instagram page and it said mama to the child because I saw the child's name on there and I said, this is her. So I immediately messaged her and so tell her like, hey, I match with you on my heritage. This is how we're possibly related. And I sent the screenshots. In the meantime, one of the cousins, the second cousin, to this day, I don't know how we're related. She actually lives in Orlando, Florida. So I was like, hey, it's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so you did connect with someone in your city. Yeah, I connected with someone in my city. I, was, I said, I'm going to message her. And she replied back the next day and we were going back and forth. And the reason why I'm telling this story is because she was born in Evergreen, Alabama. And remember that, remember that city, because this is where it all comes down to. So back to this potential half sibling cousin, whoever this person was, I get on the Facebook and I'm scrolling down. And I'm seeing like the other family members and I click on their Facebook pages and they're all, you know, a lot of them are in Ohio or from Ohio. And then I saw one man's page that kind of stood out and he was born. He lives right outside of my hometown and his hometown where he was born was Evergreen, Alabama. Right then and there, I knew somebody in that potential family was my biological father. I didn't know who, but I knew I was going to track him down. And and for listeners who don't know a ton about ancestry and ancestry results, the reason why Devin didn't know how these different people are related is because when you get your results, it'll say aunt or half-sibling or cousin or another thing because it's all just about how much DNA you share. They can't determine except for parent-child relationships exactly how you're related. Yeah. So the close the more DNA you share with someone, the closer that relationship is. So once I saw this gentleman's page, I started looking at other people's pages. And I was thinking, 
wait a minute. Because it went back to my mom saying he had time for kids. It was like, because he has his own family, he doesn't want to mess that up. And I got instantly pissed off because you hear these stories about people find out that someone else was their biological father, but that family doesn't want nothing to do with you because they're worried about what other people would think or that family doesn't know at all. And for me, I was going to fuck all that shit up. But I didn't care who I was going to hurt. I was going to flip that family inside out. But I had to calm myself because I didn't get in touch with these matches yet. I had to still wait to see what was going on first. Because the sister slash half niece, I don't think I knew that wasn't their father. I knew maybe it was probably an uncle or cousin or somebody. I didn't know who, who, how that person was matching with these people. So I couldn't really determine. I waited five days. I didn't hear back from her on Facebook, but I saw that she posted something on, on her page and I figured she probably didn't read messages because we're not Facebook friends. So I decided to get on her Instagram and I messaged her with the screenshots there. So two days go by and she finally responds. I'm at work and she finally responds and immediately follows me. And within 30 minutes, her dad and her brother follows me on Instagram. So we going back and forth for like 30 minutes on how we were possibly related. And she was telling me that at first she took the ancestry test and transferred her DNA over to my heritage. And she accidentally switched the names. So at first we, we thought we were brother and sisters. She um, asked me where I was from, how old am I? Cause she's a year older than me. And she said, maybe my grandfather is your dad. He passed away in my hometown in 2002 at the age of 79. And he had like 19 kids. In the back of my mind, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure we're brother and sister. It's not like I'm asking you for money. Stop playing with me. Right. So, because that's a lot older than you would have thought that your biological father could have been. Yeah, because my mom is my mom was 31 when I was born. And I was born in 1990. So she was born in 1959. Okay. And this man would have been born in 1922, 1923. So I kind of was like, Nah, I think she tried to push me off to her grandfather first. So she sends me a picture of her grandfather and my jaw dropped. It was a neighbor from across the street and he was in his red Mustang convertible. And I said, I know that man. He lives across the street from my grandparents. And then that's when reality started to kick in. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, hell no. <laughs> No, she didn't. She, no. I thought I was tripping. But then that's when she told me that when she transferred DNA over, hers was correct. But when she transferred her dad's DNA over, because she's in charge of her dad's account, she actually put her daughter's name instead of her dad's name. So that's when she confirmed to me that, yeah, my grandfather is your biological father. Oh, my gosh. So you discovered that it was this man who lived across the street from your grandparents and was how many years older than your mom? 37. What is your initial thought besides, oh, hell no? It was just so many mixed emotions. It, it was just, I didn't know what to say, really. So as soon as I got off work, I got on the phone with my mom and I'm like, Mom, is this man my father? 
She's like, huh? Is this man my father? And this was her response. Wow, Devin, how did you figure that out? It was like a sick, twisted game. She said that she decided to let me look on my own, which, again, was a lie because she tried to stop me from looking. So she was like, okay, so that it? You don't stop asking me about it now. You're not going to bring it up. Like, you got mad at me for for finding out. I I was just kind of low-key pissed with that. But I also was kind of relieved to find out that my mom's husband's husband was not my family because I didn't have a relationship with them. Yeah. Now, you said he's 37 years older than your mom. Did she share anything about the nature of their relationship? She said it was an affair because he also had a wife. And I actually remember his wife, too. But from what I heard from the other family members, he was a smooth talker, apparently. Because him and his wife, now it's his fourth wife. They were married for almost 50 years, but they never had kids. But he had at least 10 kids outside of that marriage. Oh, wow. Okay. So this niece shared with you that this man could be your... This was the half-niece. Half-niece. Okay. And so he had how many children in total? Originally, it was I think it was like 19. But she told me that I should take the ancestry test because that's where the other family members are on, right? So that night, she gave me the list of um, the name of the siblings. And it was just overwhelming because these siblings were much older than me. You know, I was born in 1990 and I found out the oldest sibling was born in 1940. Wow. So I had siblings. I was born in the 1940s, 50s and 60s. And the the one that's closer to me was born in the 80s. So I just like messaged them that night, introduced myself because I knew it was going to go. I knew it was going to spread like wildfire when they started following me on Instagram. When I, I decided to take the ancestry test, I actually got my results back within 12 days. So it came back quick. That's really fast. Yeah. That's when we were seeing other people that we didn't recognize. Now, another sibling had took the test, I think, probably a month prior. So they were trying to figure out who this sibling was. And I saw some other names on there as well. And I, a year later, I actually took the 23andMe test. And we found another sibling that lives in Tampa that we had no clue about. So we actually found four siblings. In addition, so a total of 23 children? Well, 22 now. Some of them I tracked down on Facebook. Some of them um, I messaged and they messaged me. And one of them I dropped hints to because I was like, I don't know how I can tell. This is like happening. Like this was like a course of a year since finding out my truth. So this Mm wasn't right afterwards, but... Yeah, some of them I had to sit sit down and tell them, yeah, I don't think that's your dad. I think we share the same dad and it's this man in this picture. So yeah, that was nerve wracking. How has it been connecting with these half siblings that you found? It's been incredible, actually. I was extremely lucky. They welcomed me right from the start. Matter of fact, Last week, I flew out to California for the first time, and I met one of the brothers for the, who was one of the MPEs, just like me. And him and his wife welcomed me in. 
they had set my room up. They had towels ready for me. They had snacks ready for me, water, toiletries. Like they really like went all out for me. So, and how, how old is this brother? 63. So he's one of the older ones. And I have siblings that are old enough to be my grandparents. Some of them are older than my grandma and she's 79. Wow. So yeah. Wow. And have you had a chance to connect with all of them? Unfortunately, six of them have already passed away. So those I won't be able to connect with. But for the most part, I'm, I have connected with most of them and their families. I've met 10 other siblings so far. What have you learned? Have you learned anything about your bio dad? You know, here's the thing. I've learned it was a lot of good stories and then it was some that weren't so good. You know, from what I was told, he wasn't really much of a father to them. Like every time I'll be like, I wish I would have known the truth. They'd be like, trust me, you didn't miss out on much. Mm. But the grandkids, like my nieces and nephews, as well as my cousins, they all worship him. Like they put him on a pedestal. They was telling me how Papa was the best and, and how the cousins, they said that was his favorite uncle. Like they mm. loved him to pieces. But for my brothers and sisters, they didn't, like, they didn't get that experience. And they also witnessed things that I don't think no one should ever witness. He was, from what I was told, was vicious. Mm. Maybe not the, the best father, but a good grandfather and, and uncle. a fun uncle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a lot of like stories that weren't so good, you know, the the violence towards women and, and just not really being there for the for his kids. But if you know what I know, you'll be looking looking at him different. Because to me, he was the nice old man from across the street who always had candy. You could never like you couldn't tell him nothing. Like he couldn't to my he couldn't do no wrong. That's what I saw when I was a little kid. Did you have a, a relationship with him when you were a child? He was just a nice old man from across the street with candy. I'll go over his house, get candy, and then I'll bounce. <laughs> Did he know that you were his son? I'm pretty sure he knew. And just like some of the other siblings as well, I think he knew about them too. Mm. Like, he had to know. Knowing what you know about him now... Do you have any feelings of regret that he wasn't your father, you know, an active father figure for you growing up? I'm at peace with everything, with that part. I'm okay with not knowing that he was my father when I was a child. I should have been told the truth as I got older, but I'm at peace with that part. And another thing was, when my brother on my mom's side, he told me when he was younger, one of his childhood friends said that his mom said that my biological dad and my mom were hooking up and my brother didn't believe it. So when I told him what was going on, he was like, oh, shit, it really did happen, which means that everybody on that street knew something was up and they probably knew that I was his biological son. And it, and it kind of makes me feel violated because it's like, how does people that I barely talk to know something personal about me that I don't know? Right. Yeah. How did your brother and sister that you were raised with take it once it was confirmed? 
They was just as shocked as me. The whole family was shocked. What are your plans, you know, for the future? Uh, do you plan to continue to meet more siblings, any other family? I hope so. There's been rumors going around. There's supposed to be like a family reunion or a sibling reunion because they had sibling reunions before. But who knows? Since learning the truth, how are things with your mother? I feel like it's the same, but I don't trust her. I mean, I didn't really trust her before this, but now I really don't trust her. Does she talk about it at all since that initial conversation? I tried to like talk to her about it, but she won't really give me any straight answers. And what about your grandmother? She was just as everybody was shocked. What have you learned about yourself through this journey? I actually have a lot in common with um, that side of the family because they're more artistic. Like they love, they, some of them paint, draw, and, and like singers, musicians. I found out that I had a, um, a nephew in New York who's a screenwriter. And he wrote some shows that was on Netflix. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I have a lot in common with them. And I felt like if I would have grown up with them, not my dad necessarily, but like the family it could have made a difference in my life because even though there was love on my mom's side of family, I was pretty much the black sheep. Mm. So I could have been going and hanging out with them. How would you say that this discovery has affected you, your mental health? I wish I would have joined a support group a long time ago or really went to a therapist because the thing is, no one really understands what we go through. And the people that tries to like comfort us, they say comments like, oh, you're still you. I had someone say that to me once and I was ready to smack them up in the store. Yeah, it's, it's, it's comments like that that kind of bother me. So I wish I would have like found that support group on Facebook because they understood what we go through. Right. What advice would you give a parent who is keeping a DNA surprise from their child? Tell your kids the truth. Like, I mean, if you, if you want to wait until they get older, just tell them the truth because they're going to either find out through somebody or if they were to take the test, they may find out that way and they could come back and bite you right in the butt and your relationship might change. If you tell them the truth, they may respect you more. And what advice would you give to someone who just discovered that they're an NPE? Take time to process everything. Find a support group or a therapist. I think one thing I wish I would have did was waited at least a month before starting to contact everybody. Right. Yeah. And you probably were not expecting that big of an age difference. And that, that is a good point. You just, you don't know what you're walking into when you start reaching out to people. Well, Devin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your story. I wish you the best of luck on your journey and that you continue to build positive relationships with your new family. Thank you. Thanks again to Devin for sharing his story. If you have a DNA surprise story that you'd like to share, please email dnasurprises at gmail.com. And if you haven't yet, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Until next time.